Hey, I'm Vinny. And I'm Nat. And this is the Relatively Fit Podcast. Hi. <laughs> okay, hi. <laughs> oh, that's better. Hello. Hello, dear. Hi, darling. Okay. Boy, you know what? Striving and surviving. What else can I say? Who are you, first of all? Who am I? Yeah. It depends on who you are. Do you know what I notice we don't do? Mm-hmm. We don't introduce ourselves ever. I feel like we did on the first one and then we did on like the new year one. Yeah. And then all the other times we're just like, boy well you know what i have a song for that oh my god go on i'm a different person (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that song from a couple of years ago you say a couple that was like a decade ago Uh, oh do you remember that song from a decade ago let's actually find out how (laughs) how long ago that song came so basically i'm saying we're different people now what, what I said they were called shapeshifting or something. That's right. I think it was shapeshifting. Ah, I and the video they were in like they were in fair yeah. yeah, shapeshifters. I loved I'm that song. I'm a different person. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. We're different people now. So I'm a different person. Let's look. Lola's theme. That's it. Yeah. And that came out when. Uh-oh. 2004. Wow. So oh my God, that's like 17 years no. ago. No. Oh my God. Okay. So I was like, no, surely that can't be right. I don't know. It could be. Uh, 2004. That means I would have been, I'm not going to break my age. If you know my age, you know my age. But then I would have been. <laughs> Counting on your fingers. Oh no, hold on. I can't I can't calculate. Oh I'm dying. Oh no. <laughs> um 2004, 2014. So hold on. That's like 17 years ago, right? Okay, it's about 17. Answers on a postcard because yeah, we clearly don't no, know it's how about to do 17 maths. years ago. Okay, cool. No. So then that would mean No, that would have meant that I was so young. Oh my God. I'm not even getting involved in age and all that type of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm older anyway, than you. I don't so. even know how we got into shapeshifters, Lola's well, theme. I'm a different person. Yeah, turn my life around. Well, you see, this is what happens when you talk to me because like you'll say something and I'll think of something related to it. Because your your brain is like, who's that walking? Who is it? I don't know. Your brain is like... It's like my browser with like 20 tabs open. And some music going in the background <laughs> and you're like, where's that coming from? Yeah. And you go find the tab. Where's That's my brain. Or you brain. know what? Go on. You know in school when they like draw a spider graph. So you've got the main idea in the middle and then you've got like all these <laughs> arrows and stuff. That's what happens in my brain. That's what happens in your brain. Yeah. Um. So basically... We started by, well, you started by saying that we never introduce ourselves. So I'm like, well, we're different people. And then I went with, I'm a different person. And then we got onto Lola's feet. But how are we different people? (laughs) I don't know. Who are you? I'm Nat. 
And who are you? I'm Vinny. Hello. And we are relatively fit. <laughs> Not really fit anymore. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Lockdown. Oh my God. 3.0. Hands up if you're struggling. Oh gosh. Both hands up if you're really struggling. Yeah. It's been hard. Yeah. This one, I thought it would have been easier because we've been here before, but it isn't. It's harder in so many ways. I think everyone's just feeling a bit beaten down now, even though we've got hope with uh, vaccines and people being vaccinated. Everyone's just tired now. I'm tired. And the thing is as well, people want a holiday and we don't even know if you can have a holiday. Oh my gosh. I, I Again, I don't watch the news too tough. And if I do get any information... Is if I've kind of flipped onto it or if someone's told me or if I've kind of seen something on social. Or mum's got the TV up really loud really and you can't loud. help by hearing something. Um, <laughs> but I saw something today and it was like, um, if you if you visit or if you're coming back from a country that's in the red corridor, which is like the places that you have to quarantine when you come back from, mm-hmm. that you have to quarantine in a hotel yeah and you have to pay for it yes i heard that on the radio i'm sorry i was driving to a location in my house i live here no okay so i was in my car so basically what what all that says to me do you know how much it is though it's like 1700 pounds or something something like that yeah so i'm saying that basically that's just saying to me that only rich people can travel because £1,700 is like 2p. Yeah. For basically. someone that earns like 80k a year, yeah. for example. Oh, it's nothing. That's nothing. That's do, you know, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, this is turning into <laughs> the politics channel. Yeah. But, um, would you want to travel? Would you actually want, want to, to travel right now? No. I feel like I'd have Jamaica, like, all expenses paid, Negril. Yeah, well, didn't you listen? <laughs> Two grand spending money. No, but you hear what? Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, so I think it was. This is going back a few weeks now, and I think as a plane was due to land in Jamaica, they changed. They changed some kind of like law legislation to wow. do with coronavirus. Yeah. And basically everyone that landed had to go into quarantine and people were going mad on the plane. But then they found wow. out they were quarantining in like sandals or something. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Bring so me the lobster like, buffet. Yeah, it was all good. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to quarantine in flipping sandals? Well, yeah. I mean, are you allowed to leave the room? Have you got to stay in you the can't, room? You can't leave the grounds. I think you can. I think you could be in the grounds. So that's the thing. So if I decide to pull but up actually, by the pool, I, I don't and know. you decide to rock up by the pool, like is it still like the two meter distance? Are we yeah, allowed I in the pool? It would, I like, presume it would be still social distance, but because you know, there's those people that rush the buffet, and you're like, I'm God. sorry, can you like step back? People don't have any behaviour, so you yeah. know there's going to be some fool that's going to be looking at something that you're looking at. Like over your well, shoulder. Maybe, maybe they, they'd have to change all of that. Listen, mm. we're getting off topic. <laughs> but I you can see we don't, you don't get out much. So like the minute you get to talk, it's like. Someone, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's, it's very, very wild. It's I very talk to wild. the TV anyway, but. You just talk to Vinair. Yeah. 
but that's another show. That is another show. The workings of my mind. Anyways. So. Let's roll it on. Yes. Yes. What are we talking about today? Uh, you're jumping ahead a bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we've introduced ourselves. I'm Nat. That's Vinny. This is the Relatively Fit podcast slash the COVID diary slash lockdown 3.0. Um, and here is Inspo of the Week. Boo. I mean, that jingle. <laughs> I have to keep you on your toes. I mean, I'm not really sure how I feel about that jingle. But anyway. Really? Well, you know, like I said, lockdown, we're all feeling a bit okay, fine. flat. All right. That's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll accept that jingle then. Thank you. Um, so, inspo of the week. It's my turn this week. Yay. Yay. And I'm going to share with you my inspo of the week. And her name is. Madonna Buddha, a.k.a. the Iron Nun. <laughs> She's currently 90 years old, by the way. Do you know wow. what? Wow. Like, side note. And again, we're just going to keep doing this because... Spider diagram. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to talk about triathlon in this Inspo of the Week. And she's a woman of age. So I feel like maybe... Google or Instagram listens to us because we've already, I think it was our last episode we spoke about Chris, someone who, yeah, yeah. who's done a triathlon. Yeah, it's the first and, person with Down syndrome to do the triathlon. Yeah, and then a couple of weeks prior to that was um, Ernestine, who's yes. like uh, an older bodybuilder. Anyway, I digress. So Madonna Buda, aka the Iron Nun, she's currently 90 years old. Wow. And... Um, she holds the world record for the oldest woman to complete a triathlon and she completed it when she was 82 years old, (laughs) which is just crazy. So her um, journey um, first started through running and it was when her priest was like, oh my God, like you should start running. So she did. So stick a pin, she's a a real nun. nun. Like she's a real nun, (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Hence the... The name Iron Nun. The Iron Nun, um, yeah. So yeah, it was running was introduced to her by her priest. Um, and then through that, she made some running friends and she had a friend that did, I think they did a triathlon or they saw a triathlon, I can't remember. But basically was like, oh my gosh, you should do this race. And it was basically the description of a triathlon in I think Hawaii or something like that. Mm. Um. So yeah, she did it. And so far, she's done, I think, 45 triathlons. 45? Yeah, 45 triathlons. And she's even featured in a Nike commercial. Like, What? (laughs) I'm yet to tick those two things off my bucket list. (laughs) But it shows. Do you know what I mean? Age is nothing but a number. So yeah, in um, an interview, she mentioned that she, obviously she's a nun, and that she's just doing God's will. And if she's been put here to be of encouragement to like older people, um, then so be it. Like she's just here to fulfill that, even though she may not understand why. Mm. Um, which I thought was really, really nice. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and she mentioned, which is another thing that I thought was like, just so, yeah, uplifting, especially like now and where everyone's feeling a little bit down. Um, she goes by what she calls the seven D's to success. So the first one is to dream. The second one is the desire. 
The third is dedication. Mm. The fourth, discipline. Uh-huh. The fifth, determination. And then the sixth, to dare. And then the seventh, to do it. That's wonderful. So she basically goes by that principle and kind of says that's the reason why she's been able to complete all of those triathlons and just be that person that everyone sees as inspirational where she's just like I'm I'm just doing what God sent me to do see this is why we pick these people that's why they're an inspiration because when I chose Nick his kind of mantra was like um a little bit more than you did before like the one percent the extra one percent yeah a little one percent and what the iron nuns said you know the the seven d's and it's like just thinking about what you said i know i lack a couple of those i've got the desire but i Uh. haven't got the discipline (laughs) oh my god but yeah that's why these people are an inspiration and that sounds fantastic i like the sound of her yeah she's cool man um i think i'll dig up the nike ad that she was in yeah um and we can share it because it is yeah it's a really cool ad and yeah i just think she's super cool and the thing is like i kind of wonder what life will be like as a retired person or someone of that age and Mm. like you know how will i move will i even still be alive and like i just think it's so cool that like there's these women and men i'm sure um that don't see their age as a barrier or Mm. kind of think oh well like i'm 70 now so that just kind of means i should sit on the sofa like or go meet maureen and go to the garden center not that there's anything (laughs) wrong with going to the garden center unnecessarily go to the shops yeah but (laughs) mum yeah but you know pushing yourself getting out of bed every day and doing some type of physical activity because doing an Ironman is tough. Listen, I I haven't even got down the swimmer part yet. (sighs) And my girl's done all 45. She put me to shame, y'all. At 80 years of age when she started. 82, I can't remember the age. What did I say, 82? I think 82. Yeah, 82. 82. Wow, so the Iron Nun, an inspiration indeed. For all of us, young and old, really. So we like the sound of the Iron Nun. So what are we talking about today? So today's episode, it comes from something that happened. What happened? Quite recently (laughs) on social media. Um, We'll get to it, but we'll be focusing on social media and how it plays a part in all of our fitness journeys, whether it's helped us, whether it's a hindrance and just stuff like that. The rise of fitfluencers, fitness professionals, so on, so forth. So what is the definition of a fitfluencer? Because I was doing my research and... It's not that I'm none the wiser, but I think there's some bloodlines. Oh, God. I know you like it. All right. I don't know the words. So here's the thing, right? Because. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Yes. And you're just moving on like it's yeah, nothing. I, I saw what you did. <laughs> Thank but you. But I think it's because I'm so used to it. <laughs> wow. I know, right? So 
Fitfluencers. Yes. What what is a fitfluencer? According to Macmillan's dictionary, a fitfluencer is a person who is an influencer on social media and publish content to do with fitness. So it's really, I don't know, for me, it's kind of weird because I guess that term could be used interchangeably with that type of person, but also a type of person who maybe does have fitness kind of qualifications under their belt, but because of their social status on like things like Instagram, they have a degree of influence and therefore can be classed as an influencer or a fitfluencer. I don't know. It could be one of two ways. Uh, or maybe it is just the one way. Well, that's why I think there's a bit of a blurred line because technically, I mean, for those of you that have listened to our podcast thank you very much (laughs) and for those of you that are new welcome um I like to run I'm no authority on running it's something that I like to do I have no qualification in it but people may look to me (laughs) and think that I'm qualified just for the experience that I have because okay say if you want to know about marathons and then you come across my page and you see that I've done a couple, I can kind of speak with authority on it. However, I'm not a running instructor and I have no qualifications in it. Yet there are running instructors and coaches with qualifications out there who sell plans, who actually help people, whether online or in person. So... There is a distinct difference between myself and one of those people. But we can both talk about the same issue. So can we define a fitfluencer? Could I define myself as a fitfluencer? Just using myself as an example, please don't laugh. But (laughs) I was going to say, no, because you ain't got enough followers. (laughs) Well, you guys can help me out. Um, (laughs) I would know what my social handles are, but I don't. Um, Bloody hell. I think, what is it? Do you know? I'll just give it a rest, Nat. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. For those of you who haven't listened before, this is uh, our relationship. So, yeah. (laughs) She doesn't mean any harm. And I I don't remember anything. (laughs) I guess we... We've we've been wanting to talk about this because of that incident that I mentioned that happened a few weeks ago. Basically, there was a situation with the brand Misguided who used an influencer, um, Zara McDermott. I think she was she was in Love Island or something. So she's an influencer. So she's an influencer. Right. Um and she she has I think lost a bit of weight or she's whether she's done a BBL or she she just looks a different shape. Sorry, what's a BBL for those a who Brazilian don't know? A Brazilian bum lift man. Right, okay. <laughs> no, do you know what? Not everybody knows everything, you Really? Know. Seriously? No, not yeah. not everything, but like yeah, BBL in it. Mm. Um anyway, for whatever reason now she has a line with Misguided. It's like a fitness a fitness wear line or whatever and they, I don't know what decision was made, but she was doing a hit workout, a hit live, 
was it a live or a pre-recorded? I don't know. But it was a hit workout on um their Instagram. And I didn't, I saw a few clips of it. I didn't see the whole thing, but there was just like complete outrage. Um, some towards Zara and some towards Misguided because of what she was showing. And as a fitness professional, um, people or people that were fitness professionals could see that her form was off, her technique was, you know, bad. And that anyone that follows her or that follows misguided that were doing it could potentially hurt themselves or harm themselves, wow. injure themselves. Um, and then the argument was that, you know, is it misguided's fault for basically not hiring a professional or allowing her to do it um, just because of, you know, kind of like her social status on social media and stuff like that. I guess it just made us think about social media as a whole and how much of a part it plays in like people's fitness journeys mm. and how people may follow like certain people or certain influencers, certain influencers and gain quote unquote knowledge yeah. that's not really benefiting them. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. It is. I think it's... <sighs> For me, it's kind of like the cult of social media, really, where you see someone who looks the part. They've got the right hair. They've got the right body. They've got the right everything. Mm. But have they got the right credentials? Like, Well, this is it. So your body say. looks fit, but have you got the right to tell me or anyone else, to instruct me or anyone else, in fitness in any type of well, way. I was going to say that like, <laughs> for some reason, followers and like likes carries, carries a kind of weight with it. So it's like, I don't know whether it goes through some people's minds where it's like, if you have more followers and more likes, you must know what you're talking mm, about. It equates you see to what I mean? knowledge. Yeah. Or if you've got a V cut in abs, you must know what you're talking about. Whereas it's like, yeah, I've got V cuts and abs because I'm doing something or a workout that I know works for me. Mm. How does that translate to everybody else then? Yeah. Or you might just or be you'd one know of these, that if yeah. you were a fitness professional. Mm. I don't know. It's it's, it's or genetically you may just be a person with very low body fat. Yeah. So does the regular kind of Instagram scroller do they know that, okay, this person's body looks good, but do they actually know how to instruct somebody else on to get a body like that? Mm. You look the way you look and you train the way you train, but do you have the credentials? Mm. Do you know what I mean? To say, right, okay, to get this body, you need to do this, 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 and work on your diet. Mm. You know, I think it's kind of like those flat tummy teas where oh my God. everybody's saying, drink this and you can look like me. <laughs> well, no, babes, you can't. No. Anyone who's selling flat tummy teas and you follow them. Come on. Unfollow them. Come, I beg, yeah. please. <laughs> and you've got, and this is the thing. Again, it's the cult of celebrity because you've got these celebrities where it, to me, it just seems all like a con, like, 
you've seen these people and they're like, oh, look at me, I'm in lockdown or look at me, I've just come out of a bad relationship. And then all of a sudden they've got, like back in the day, they'd have a fitness DVD. Look at me, I've lost three stone now. And yeah, yeah, but does that make you an authority? No, Mm. a company's paid you or a production company has approached you and said, all right, we like what you stand for. We like what you're doing. Mm. We'll give you, I don't know, whatever these people get paid, but it must be quite lucrative. Mm. Um, how about we sign you up? And then you, as a kind of a regular member of the public, are like, oh my gosh, look at her. She come out of a bad relationship or this and that's happened. Look at her now. Not really taking into consideration that, this is a collaboration between this person and a company. Are they really about that life? Are Mm. they really about benefiting you other than selling you a product or Mm. selling you, you know, just trying to flog something? Yeah. And I think that's the issue because like, I guess a lot of fake, maybe fit fluencers will join up with companies and companies will kind of endorse them and they'll endorse the company's products and then sell them to us. And I don't think that's very responsible. I think there should be some kind of regulation. Like a couple of years ago, there was that whole thing about airbrushed images. Mm. Should there be like a strap line at the bottom to say that this has been airbrushed? And I think there needs to be some kind of responsibility for these companies that are getting people who aren't qualified to sell or endorse their products because, like you said about this girl, was it Zara? Mm. We all know that bad form can mess you up. Mm. And especially, I don't know, if you're coming back from injury or maybe you've had a baby or you have some weakness in some area of your body, you following her could potentially really mess you up. I'm not singling this person out, but Mm. I mean... She has been highlighted with this company. Um, So this could potentially cause a problem. And I'm just wondering if this growing trend has been because of lockdown or has it always been around? Oh, good question. Um, Because we've got nowhere else to go. I mean, do people still buy magazines? (laughs) Do you know, I just, I just think it's, it's how social media has evolved and it's how, you know, influencers and influencer marketing is like such big business now mm. that it's like anyone, anyone can pretty much do anything that they want to do on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, people get so consumed by like what they see. And like I, I know of people that have sold like, um, like workout guys like with nutrition stuff. Are they qualified? No, no. But it's just, it's just simply because people look a certain way and people want that too. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, it's it's kind of sad, really. But surely, At, at some at one point, at one stage, it's like like good for that person that they're I guess <laughs> almost 
is like taking initiative, but at the same time, it's like there's people out there that have really studied and applied their self and their knowledge mm. that, you know, can share those things and can share those things confidently. Well, you know what? I think, I don't know, we all have different morals and I'm not questioning anyone's morals, but I personally would feel some type of moral feel, responsibility yeah. towards you know another woman or another person. I'll be honest. Flogging well. them dreams that I know will not work for them or it's just going to line my pocket. There is a there yeah. is a moral responsibility, I feel, you know, to try and help people, mm, mm. you know. And on top of that, I personally feel that these kind of, I don't know, these people that have, say, been on these TV programs um, and they they look good, they look nice, but I feel that they are taking away or potentially taking away income from real influencers, fit, proper fit influencers, people who have taken the time to go and get that, um, diploma or that degree mm. or that um, certificate to be able to train people in the right way in a safe way and I think just because it's the cult of celebrity and the cult of you know the body look good <laughs> is taking money away from people that can actually do the that job can for actually real. do it and give you a plan that's sustainable mm. because a lot of these people they may put out I don't know, some fitness work online or whatever. Check them in five years. What what will they be doing then? Will they be flogging, I don't know, cars or shoes? You know, it seems like everything is for sale. I'm going a bit deep with this, aren't I? That's all right. But yeah, I do feel that, you know, they could be potentially taking away um, money and business from people who have really, you know, studied this and their main aim is to improve people's life through fitness rather than kind of buddying up with companies where they're like, well, you know, we can kind of share the spoils, mm. if you know what I mean. I think I think we should be clear with like the fitfluencer term because yes. I, if I'm honest, I still don't get what it is in terms of, I don't know if, because there are, there are quite a few, um, people online especially Instagram that have a big following and that do have um a couple kind of like fitness or maybe even nutritional um qualifications behind them so I guess in that sense they can be classed as a fitfluencer because they have some influence yeah with their large following and they've got the credentials to back it mm -hmm. um but then on the other side there's the people that like post kind of like fitness content. Yeah. But aren't necessarily a fitness professional, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, when I guess we're kind of like using that term interchangeably. Like, yeah. Because it's, yeah. Maybe I think qualified fit fluences. Yeah. Okay. I think we should say that to kind of like, differentiate between the two yeah because it, it's difficult and I don't I don't want it to come off like we're just bashing any any fitfluencer mm. where it's we're actually like 
a fitness influencer could be yeah. a qualified person. But also on the other side, you do have the people that will do a booty band workout and mm. then do an abs workout. And because they've got 20K followers or whatever, 1.5 mil followers, um, they're classed as like a fit influencer and someone who has credible knowledge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like I just wanted to say that. I don't know no, why. No, definitely. No, definitely. Um, because like I said- Just before people be like- rah, 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 rah. Yeah. But um, like I said, the lines were very blurry. It's blurred, yeah. When we were researching this, I was like, well, so a fitfluencer. Well, that could be that could a qualified- That could be me. Or, that could be you. Well, that's that why I be... said me with the running. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I have no qualification, but I know how to do the thing. Mm-mm-mm. You know, and yeah, it is a bit of a great area. And- on top of that, like you said, we're not, you know, bashing anyone because I do believe in like partnerships because if a very well-known company were to come to me and say, hey, do you want to wear our trainers or do you want to wear, you know, as long as it's a company that I felt that were ethical and I, you know, whose values sat with. But then also I feel like what I believe in, you'd be. I feel like you'd you'd be talking on what you know. You'd be talking on you'll be yeah. talking on just your experience, yeah. not from a place of I'm gonna educate you lot. Right. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's where the difference is. Is like don't Perfect. if you're doing the thing, yeah, and you don't have the cr- credentials to like basically say I can tell you how to do this, blah blah blah. Like don't come at me from an educational vibe. Like you're yeah. you're teaching me something. Be clear. Yeah, be it's clear. It's really really weird because. But then also I'm like, from the other side, so from the viewer side, mm. I feel like you have to use your nut a little bit. And yeah, you do. Maybe try and identify, you know, mm. I say that, but at, at the same time. It's difficult. If you don't know, you don't know You it? don't know. And you're in the fitness industry. So you. I mean, stop no- using that. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I am. But. I still don't know either. It's still very weird. Like, I just do me and that's that. (laughs) I know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm all for partnerships. And like you said, don't come at it from an angle that you're teaching somebody. Mm. Um, It should be a personal thing. Because like Zara, for instance, nothing wrong with her partnering up with a company. So hear, hear this. How about if it were... Because I guess the collaboration came from the fact that she has done a line with them for whatever reason, call, mm-hmm. call, whatever, whatever. How about if Misguided approached it from the angle of, here we have Zara who's done a line with us with, I don't know, some PT guy or some PT girl. Yeah. And they're going to do a workout together. So it's like the PT is... Instructing is her. Instructing her and the yes. Misguided masses. And she's wearing the and she's, she's wearing, wearing the fitness gear. Different things. So stills, she could do stills. She's involved. Yes. But there's a professional right. that knows what they're doing. Exactly. And is getting paid for doing the work too. Yeah. The work that she like respectfully doesn't know or doesn't understand right. how to do. See, that's a perfect partnership because you've got a professional person You've got the person for the visuals, if you like, the body, the face, and the person who is selling the line. Yeah. So all bases are covered, really. So nobody can be unhappy with that because it's not the fact that somebody's probably very lucratively partnered up with a company. 
It's the fact that they're trying to sell something, number one, which again is fine. But two, trying to kind of do something in an educational way Mm. from someone who is unqualified to do that. She qualifies to look good because she does. She's qualified to wear the clothes because she's wearing them and they look good on her. But it's the actual act of instructing other people Mm. that she's unqualified for. Mm. Sorry, Zara. It's it's funny because I um I was on Instagram. I follow someone. I think his name is called Superman. I'm just gonna pull it up. Real Clark quick. Kent. No, not Clark <laughs> Kent. You silly Billy. Okay. Um, that's not his real name. Let me pull it up. Real I quickly. know. Yeah. So I follow um a guy called Superman something on Instagram I think his name is his real name is Hendrix and he's got this account called the fitness truth and um one (laughs) one of the questions that he was sent was should I be asking PTs for their qualifications if I'm considering their service I've been following this lady with her workouts for a while now her exercises have been questionable when I asked her for her qualification she refused to show it and I can't read the rest because it disappeared off my screen Mm. but I guess, yeah, like I was saying earlier, online, people can do what they want to do, be what they want to be. And there's no kind of like regulation for it. Yeah. So you don't, you don't really know. Um, It so happens that this person was a qualified PT. It's just that what they were showing was just a little bit ridiculous. And it's a case of like, you know, just keep it simple. Let's mm. just take it back to basics. But I just think it's it's interesting because obviously with us all being in Corona land and being at home, everyone's taken to Zoom, Instagram lives, YouTube yeah. for their workouts and stuff like that. And yeah, you can you can definitely fall in the trap of I mean, I guess it's you... it's, it's fun doing it with like, you know, if it's just a small group of friends or whatever. Mm. But yeah, I think people have to be really careful if they're coming like from a place of authority, but yet yeah. don't have. I agree because know, the authority look, to be teaching stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> you know what? I appreciate a hustler in terms of someone who can do something and we'll get out there and you know like an entrepreneur sorry I just say hustler but an entrepreneur is a hustler they see a market they go for it they grab it they do their research and if they're good at what they do it can be quite lucrative for them however if you're in a market that can potentially hurt someone or mislead someone that's when I don't really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And I think as well as hustling, you've also got to get the knowledge so you can speak on it with authority and you can teach on it with authority because people have the right to ask you for your qualifications. I mean, a lot of things we see, like when you watch TV, they'll have something where they'll say, oh, there's product placement here. 
So you're kind of like, oh, okay, mentally, I am aware that this is what's being done. Mm-mm. So there's no kind of regulation as such online. Yeah. So someone who is all about the hustle without really wanting to get into the market and teach people and do something right, mm. you know, they could be hurting people, which is not the best really. So I think maybe there should be some kind of disclaimer saying, you know, well, but then again, I don't know, like you said, people have to use their brain a bit, don't they? I mean, like as mum would say, you, you, you got to pick sense from nonsense sometimes. Yeah. Like just yeah. be aware. Anyway, I want to ask you. Ask away. Um, do you do you follow anyone that you think falls into like the category of fitfluencer, be it a professional fitfluencer or someone who does something that works for them, fitfluencer? Well, as someone who likes to run... I follow a lot of people where running is their job. Mm. They're qualified to speak on it. It is their job. Mm. Um, I also follow coaches who have the qualifications to teach. It is their job. Mm -hmm. They also sell plans. There are also people that I follow who I don't think have the qualifications, but they have the know-how, like I was saying about myself. It's just the experience. The experience. So they're sharing their experience. Yeah, like one person I follow, I think he's probably working towards coaching, but he isn't a coach. And because he can do marathons in a set amount of time, um which people think, oh my gosh, it's fantastic, which is absolutely fantastic if speed is your thing. I think a lot of people follow him for that reason Mm -mm. because he can do a marathon in three and a half hours. Mm -mm -mm. So again, there's aspiration as well because I follow Mm -hmm. him because I find him inspirational. He's not a running coach, but he can do the thing that I like to do Mm -hmm. and he can do it faster. Yeah. And he shows his diet. He shows his training regime Mm -hmm. slash regimen, if you're American. Um, And so in a way I aspire to be like him. Question. Yes. Then, um, because that's interesting. Do you, do you think then that, the way he's presented that yeah. has influenced you in any way. Yes. In what way? Um, positively in that, again, I know he's not a coach and I know he's not a nutritionist, mm. but I like his style. I like what he has to say. I like the way he says it. And I'm a visual person. I like his photographs. (laughs) I literally like his photographs. But I'm coming at it as a 40 plus year old woman. Mm. If I were a 15 year old, a 20 year old, a 25 year old, 
I might be looking at it differently. Hmm. Let's just say he was a she around the same age. I'd probably look be looking at it a bit deeper and comparing myself to that person and almost not wanting to be that person, but achieve what they've achieved. Mm. But I'm looking at it with my 40 plus year old eyes. I know this person isn't a coach. Um, I know this person is a man. So I know what he's doing. Good for him. I'm not going to do a three and a half hour marathon. Do I aspire to do that? Kind of, yes, because I want to do Boston, but it looks like I'd have to do a good for age and I'd have to be about 80. <laughs> so You'd have to be Madonna Buddha. Exactly. <laughs> so I aspire to that, but I know within myself, like I know who I am and yeah. I know my capabilities mm. and I know that what you see isn't everything. Yeah. But like I said, if I was younger and maybe more impressionable, I might be in a situation with the zara slash misguided situation where i'd look at that and go wow that's amazing not thinking whether he's a coach and whether mm, he's qualified mm, to mm, tell mm. me i must run five times a week mm, 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 mm. i would do it yeah purely because i want to be like that person mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so does that answer your question no absolutely and i think you hit the nail on the head there where it's like <clears throat> depending on who the person is and how they're viewing this person, influencer, influencer, whatever, mm. the impact or the negative impact it can have when you're not mm -hmm. aware kind yes. of like of the bigger picture. Yeah. And I think, I think that's what, yeah, that's maybe what I was trying to explain earlier, but didn't really know how to explain <laughs> it. And you kind of explained it. Um, but I guess we talked about like the negative kind mm. of side of, um, social media in relation to like people's fitness journeys mm -hmm. but I'd say also that there's a positive too oh yeah absolutely um, so I want to ask you how has... I am available for collaborations Jesus Christ <laughs> while we're here yes as long as your, your your ethos and your company aligns with my values as a person then yes but hold on because check it I said I'm 40 plus yeah. Mm. There's not many 40 plus women that I see that are endorsed. It's usually young women like Zara. Mm. I'm just saying. It's all right. Put it out there. Put it out. Into hit me up, companies. I'll check you out. <laughs> and I'll, I'll get Vinny to, you know, make now sure I you're all good. Now I forgot my question. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Um, so we're talking about like social <laughs> media. How has social media and this doesn't necessarily just have to be instagram mm. it can if it is um but how has that positively impacted or influenced your own fitness journey um just to see so many people again we say almost every podcast representation matters and to see women that are my age women who have maybe overcome disease or difficult situations or whatever, just women in general getting out there and getting fit. So when I scroll through the pages, you can see all types of people. And, you know, 
like the inspo of the week, Chris. Um, that was the inspiration last episode who has Down syndrome. Him doing an Iron Man inspired me. And it's like you scroll through the pages and there's so many people doing so many different things. And it's just like, wow, that's amazing. And it kind of gives you the incentive to try mm. because we've kind of got like our communities that we live with and maybe work with and it can be quite insular but then when you go on social media you see there's a whole world out there and there's some people doing some amazing things like the iron nun um without social media we probably wouldn't have heard of her but it's so broad and so vast that you can find anything and you can choose what you're inspired by. So you're not dictated to by what a current trend is. You can go out and look for something that interests you. Mm. So I'm inspired by all the things that I see, positive things. And I think that's the good of social media. If you're feeling alone or feeling you're the only one that likes to do this, you're not alone. There's a community out there for you. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'd have to agree. Like, it, it, it can be a place of, like, inspiration and finding, I guess, a tribe that you didn't know existed. Um, yeah, a source of information... Um, but yeah, sometimes I guess also it's how you use it as well. Sometimes it can be a little bit noisy or it may feel as though like everyone's doing the same thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, pluses and minuses, positives and negatives to it. But yeah. I feel like social media on a whole does play like, um, a big part in like people's um fitness journeys and like adhering to certain things and you know as a space to update with progress and mm. all of those things can be really really helpful um so it's not all bad but also it's not all good too mm. I think sometimes as well um someone I've followed um they put a post up and they were kind of like, hi guys, uh, just to let you know, I'm taking a social media break. And I was kind of like, oh, what do you mean you're <laughs> taking a break? But then I thought, you know what? Like you just said, it can be quite noisy. And sometimes you do need a break. You know, sometimes you just need to put your phone down and leave it alone and clear your head and then come back to it because it can be quite addictive. Mm. But, you know, like anything, it's a source for good. And it can be a source for other things, bad or, you know, whatever. But for the main part, as long as you're getting out of it, what you want to get out of it, then no harm, no foul. But I think we just need to be careful that if we do want some type of structured plan, that we're just mindful of who 
is kind of quote unquote doing it right and who is just literally there to kind of endorse clothing or to look pretty doing it, you know. Cool. Yeah. What do you guys think? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You can DM us, you know. Yeah, please do. And if you've got any suggestions for anything that you want to hear from us, then let us know. We'll talk about anything. Will we? Speaking of talking about anything. Oh, yes. Well, we've got news. Oh, I've just remembered something. Okay. So, okay. Let me oh, calm my God. Down. I know. Bloody hell. <laughs> we are doing drum roll, please. An Instagram live. Yay! Oh my God. And when will we be doing this Instagram live? We will be doing it on a day. (laughs) (laughs) We will be doing it on Tuesday, the 16th of February at 7 o'clock. AM or PM? Oh, PM. (laughs) What about our US listeners? Oh, I don't know. Just count six hours behind. Don't know. Go on Google and check. It'll be like 1pm in the afternoon or something. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're going to do an Instagram live. We're going to call it Lockdown Live. Yeah, so (laughs) if you've got any questions. If you've got any questions, yeah. Get them into us. You can email us. You can DM us. Yeah. Um, I'll answer almost any question. Um... Vinny has boundaries. You guys yep. who listen to the podcast <laughs> should know by now. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah. Ask us anything. Like, it doesn't have to be fitness related. No. You can literally ask us what we did that day. What we did exactly that morning. Exactly. What we ate. What we had for anything. breakfast. Yeah. yeah. We just want to have a chat. Exactly. In a different, in a different arena. Yeah. It's because... a bit of light relief for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So get involved. We'd yeah. really love... To hear your questions. So. Instagram re- handles. At relatively fit pod. Well done. I was just about to cast you. <laughs> yes. I got it right. Yes. Yes. Oh dear. <laughs> so don't forget the live is when? Tuesday the 16th of February at 7pm on our Instagram. Be there or be a circle. Square. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.